I want to share something. Um, it's more of a thought. I'm, we're not going to... I want to be careful I say this. I'm going to scatter scripture throughout it, but we're not doing this classic, here's a Bible text, and we're launching from that. Um, we, we honor that here. We really want to do that here. But this is more of a kind of prophetic sense that I felt over the last few weeks. Um, and I've had, that, I've had this throughout my Christian life, really, at different points. You know those times where something pops into your mind and you think to yourself, is that me? Is that too much cheese? Is that the Lord? Like, who is this? What's going on here? For me, often these reoccurring thoughts or senses or feelings, my wife uses this phrase, fidgets. You know you get those kind of Holy Spirit fidgets that you're like, no, I think this is the Lord. So across the last two weeks in particular, we have um, an incredible staff team, an incredible staff team. And every Wednesday we have a time of prayer and worship. And during this time of prayer and worship, I just felt the Lord say to me, it's time to sunbathe. Learn how to sunbathe. And it's odd in Manchester, it, well, although it's looking okay at the moment, but just this sense of often when things feel very counter to what that feels like is where the Lord brings something brand new in, right? It's like the opposite of how you're feeling at times. So I just had this phrase, learn to sunbathe. But I, it's not the first time I've had this at different points across my Christian life. And it's often at the times that are most complex, most painful, most challenging, most busy, most troubled in many ways. We'll get to a story of Mary and Martha in a bit that I felt reminded of as well. But you know, we feel troubled in many ways. And during those times, it's like the Lord saying, just, just come and sunbathe. <laughs> You're like, what? But each time I feel like it's a Lord gently getting my attention. And it's not just for me. I feel like this is for us. Come sit with me. Come and rest. Come and let my light and love radiate over you again. Like the sun. You know, in the busyness of ministry, Jesus, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and find some rest. So on Wednesday, we were all sat in a circle. Well, it's kind of square circle. Square, yeah, it is. It's like a squarish circle. They've got these sofas in, in this one lounge space in our building. It's a beautiful room, this pub carpet we've got down, these huge bay windows. And there's Luca. Is Luca here? You'd hear him if he was here, so I thought he wasn't here. This wonderful Mediterranean man. He's kind of sprawled out on the sofa, and the sun was beaming through these windows, this stained glass bit at the top, and covered Luca. I was looking at him. And at first I said, look how lazy you look. <laughs> you know, I was looking at him, but then I was thinking, I want to be sat like that. He was kind of sprawled out. And the sun was drenching him. And the sun all over his face. And he looked so still, so peaceful. So like, you, you dare try and move me. You know, that kind of look. You know, we wanted to move on. Luca's just lying, lying, basking in the sun. And I heard it again. Learn to sunbathe. I want to ask you, what do you notice about people that sunbathe? They don't look hurried, do they? They don't look stressed. I'm yet to see someone on a nice Corfu beach looking really uptight and distracted. They don't look hurried, stressed, distracted, perplexed often. I do at times, actually. This is a bit odd for me as a Greek man. I'm more like a lizard. I like to get under a rock. I don't like the direct sun. It freaks me out. So this is a bit of a weird message. Yeah. Learn to sunbathe, I felt the Lord say. Learn to sunbathe. No, they don't look rest, like unhurried. You know, we, we look hurried. I, I, um, I watch my wife often sitting in the sun, 
And she just basks in it. I'm not going to embarrass you, but you just bask in the sun and it's like every last bit of sun that you can get. Em moves the chair in our garden until the last bit. It's like now it's just this slither. So she's just moving the chair round and she's literally just got it, like just the last bit of her face. But I feel like that's what the Lord's inviting us to do. And we've had that in this precious time of worship. There's not just about a moment now where we go, oh, we're basking in your presence and then we get, we flip into the world, we flip into our week and we're stressed out and hurried and everything's complex. Even when it's busy as we can sunbathe. I really feel we can live from that place. What I'm talking about, it's not rocket science, is it? I'm talking about sun, big S-O-N, bathing. Letting the light and the rays and the love of Jesus just wash over us. You know, often people stop sunbathing when the sun goes in. You, can, you know where I'm going with this. The sun we worship never goes in. Like Jesus never disappears. He will never disappear on you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. This is the promise of Scripture. And he's inviting us, come and sit. Come and sit with me. Come and learn from me. Come and bask in my presence. You know, when the clouds of life cover you, Jesus' rays shine bright. Becoming sun worshippers. I want to remind us of that Classic story in the Gospels from Luke 10, though. If you have a Bible with you, why don't you flip to Luke 10, verse 38. It's a story of Mary and Martha. Precious Mary and Martha, this couple of sisters that Jesus hung out with, called his friends. And some of you know the story well, Luke 10, 38 to 42. I'm not going to read it all out to you, but you just look at that as I'm speaking. Look at this story in Scripture, because I think it's profound. It speaks right into this soul unrest that we can have at times. We have these two sisters, Mary and Martha. Martha, it says, was distracted, was troubled, was anxious, was concerned. There's so many translations about many, many things. And she grumbled. Lord, what about, aren't you going to make her do something? Look at, look at everything I'm doing. But the Lord said she was anxious about many things. But Mary sat at the Lord's feet. You can see it for yourself. And she just sat and listened. This isn't an excuse to never do anything. You know, you're, you're in a busy job. Your, your boss is like, hey, can you put a shift in? You're like, I'm just listening to the Lord. I'm just sat listening for his instruction. We know the principle here. It's saying, live from this place. Make the first things be first. Sit with him. Rest with him. Learn from him. Be soaked, saturated by his presence. So Martha was distracted by many things. Jesus says, anxious and troubled about many things. Is that you today? Maybe not. We can't stand here and say, man, we're anxious, right? Because some people are like, absolutely not. I'm smashing it in life. And that is so cool. But if you are distracted, concerned, anxious, troubled by many things, Jesus said, Mary did what was right. 
It says one thing is necessary and one thing is important and Mary's chosen that. Just come and sit with me. Come and start with me. Do you know when we did this in our staff time the other day, I genuinely said this just briefly to the team, just like I feel like we need to sunbathe and the wonderful brother John Hodges <laughs> led us in worship and just began to just speak stillness over us. Just let's not rush on, let's just be still. I'm pretending to strum here. And just playing his guitar. And you could just see it, feel us all just sitting still in the presence of Jesus. And perspective was starting to shift and change and be morphed into his perspective. We all came, how many of us? Maybe 10 of us in a room. All bringing our different bits of baggage of the week, of the day, of the year, of our life. But we sat together in the presence of the Lord and just let his rays wash over us. Starting with Luca, the glory of the Lord just shining on his face. It was the sun coming through the windows. But it's reminding us that the glory of the Lord shines on us. You know, people sit in the sun for a reason, don't they? You don't sit in the rain. Well, if you do, that's really daft. But not many people just bask in the rain today. I love, just love the rain. Unless you're in the Philippines or somewhere where it's really muggy, then you're like, I just love the rain. But often, as soon as the sun comes out, it does something to us, doesn't it? We get out there. We want to soak in it for a reason. It brings peace. It brings warmth. It's full of vitamin D. It does stuff to our skin. If you're not careful, it causes prickly heat as well, so just beware. But for some, it tans us. For others, it marks you. I remember on our honeymoon, I've shared this a few times, on our honeymoon, which is nearly 20 years ago now. I think we were in Mallorca, weren't we? And I was lying on one of the sun lounger things by the pool, and I fell asleep with my hand on my chest. Didn't have a top on. And I fell asleep with my hand on my chest. Sorry, some of you are being sick in your mouth just with the thought of that. <laughs> but I had my hand on my chest and fell asleep. And when I woke up, you know the rest of the story. I walked around for the rest of that week looking like a complete numpty because I had literally just a white handprint on my chest. And it marked me. And do you remember, love, it? I think it was a year after and the year after that, every time I got burnt, this handprint appeared. <laughs> it's crazy. But it just appeared. And I really feel the Lord has been speaking to me so over the years about this. At little moments. Little moments of concern. Little moments where I feel, man, my life is spinning out of control. Little times where I think, yeah, I am concerned. I'm like Martha. Flipping heck, I'm concerned about many things. But then you get this, come sunbathe. Come let me mark you with my presence. Just like the sun will mark your skin, it will. No matter our coloring, the sun will mark you. This sun will mark you. Jesus will mark you. It is impossible to leave his presence unmarked in some way. So in the same way that the sun, the sun marks us as we sit with Jesus and let his presence soak over, soak over us, we will be marked. We get refreshed, refreshed, <laughs> refreshed. 
That's horrendous. <laughs> Refleshed. Wow. Replenished. Re-energized. Refreshed. Healing takes place. And I don't know about you, but just now, just this moment, I felt my heart just... I text, you know, Chris put this message in our group today about heaviness and depression. And, and you've been feeling it for a few weeks, bro, haven't you? And it's like, I text back and just being honest between, like, with you guys, yeah, I felt really heavy-hearted and just feeling just a bit of heaviness going, they're just lifting. Joy and peace, clarity, perspective. Strength comes from his presence. You know, if you look at 1 Samuel 30, it's horrendous what happened to David and his crew. Like his, his people, they get back to this place in Ziglag and everything's taken from them. The women, the children, all their stuff is ransacked. His own people want to kill him. And it says they wept bitterly until they had no more tears to cry. But then this one phrase, 1 Samuel 30, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. That's what happens when you sit in his presence. It's a strengthening that goes on. It's not laziness. This is about sitting with your king, the one that gives you life. And as David did, I will strengthen myself in the Lord my God. Strength comes. Psalm 34, verse 5 and 8, it says, Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces will never be covered in shame. When we look to him, we're radiant. It says, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him. He saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And he delivers them. You know this verse. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. So those who look to him are radiant. So not only is, does his sun, does his light and love shine on us, but then it reflects from us and our faces look radiant. Hebrews 1.3 describes Jesus as the actual radiance of God's glory. We're going to start a series next week and over the next seven weeks we're just looking at Jesus. Just looking at different facets of Jesus. One being his radiance. God's glory radiates from Jesus. We become what we behold. So when we sit with him, what we worship, we become like. I'm putting on a little bit of weight. I know I, don't, I might not look it, but I'm pretty strapped in. <laughs> like, but I've, I've been eating so many crisps, man. So much chocolate and crisps. And I'm starting to become what I worship. <laughs> a blob. Now, the same is true with Christ, right? The goal is Christ-likeness. We know this. This is discipleship one-on-one. We're becoming more and more Christ-like. And as we sit with him, as we bask in his presence, as we let his light and love radiate on us and through us, we're being transformed. The goal is Christ-likeness. 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. This comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So you and I, friends, we're being transformed from glory to glory to glory. 
as we sit, as we behold, as we hold on to the face of Jesus through every storm of life, through every up, down, left, right, twist, turn, trial, we hold on to him. Me, Andy, and John have just had the privilege to be with my friend Steve here, Steve Taylor, who leads a church in this brilliant city as well, in his church building with, with other church leaders across the city, and Richard Annis, who leads King's Church. Remember this word, Steve? He said, I just have this word of, uh, see a picture of Jesus, Jesus putting his hands out and us holding onto the hands of Jesus, and Jesus just beckoning to us towards himself, saying, keep coming, keep walking. And behind Jesus is just fog and lightning and thunder and calamity. But Jesus is walking into it with his back to it. And he's saying, the goal is just to keep your eyes fixed on his. As you walk through life, keep looking at him. And he'll, he'll lead you through the, cr- the crowd. He'll lead you through the fog. Keep your eyes fixed on him. And as we do that, we're being changed from one degree to another. I'm going to invite Luce up just to close us out in a minute. But I just want to invite you to stand, if that's okay. Friends, this is all about intimacy. Like Lucy has brilliantly said, this is always about intimacy. Any word you hear from this church community, it's it's always going to land with Jesus. There's nothing new under the sun because he is the answer for everything. So why don't you just close your eyes for a moment. I'm going to pray and then Luce, you just close this out however you see fit. Lord Jesus, We choose to be sun worshippers. We choose to bask in the presence of you, brilliant King Jesus. I just ask that you'd mark us for your glory. I pray you'd mark us, you'd change us. Would we be a people that hold onto your hands, look firmly into your eyes and follow you in everything we do? Speak to us, Lord Jesus. Just stay still for a moment in this space.